To stay in shape, you have to hit the pavement. You have to put in some hard work and sweat along the way. Many of the same principles apply when it comes to money. Let's whip that portfolio into shape. It's time for Financially Fit with Kyle Hammersmith. Hello, everybody. Welcome into another edition of the Financially Fit podcast with Kyle Hammersmith, President and Investment Advisor Representative at Mocan Financial, serving you in the Kansas City and Wichita areas. Thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. We appreciate it. He's got an office in Overland Park, main office there. He also has one in Wichita. If you have questions or concerns, you hear something useful or interesting on the program you'd like to learn more about, before you take any action, always check with a qualified professional like Kyle, and we can recommend that you either check him out online at mocanfinancial.com. That's mocanfinancial.com, M-O-K-A-N financial.com, or just call him at 913-257-3991. That's the main office number there, 913-257-3991. Kyle, what's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm doing just great. I'm excited to touch on some of these uh, topics today, and then we're just getting settled in here to our new office location. We moved across the parking lot, so okay. it's been a couple weeks. And, nice. Uh, so we're just getting settled in. Moving's always fun, right? No matter what it is, personal yeah. or business, it's just a grand time. <laughs> Not if so that's much. what you say, then uh, <laughs> maybe you've never moved in your life. Yeah, no, I've moved way too much. <laughs> Completely sarcastic. Yeah, it is not fun. So I don't envy you there. But anyway, yes, we do have some cool stuff to talk about, like the Secure Act of 2019. Now, it's a big piece of legislature that's gone through the House. It still has to go through the Senate. But and there's a lot of points in there. Maybe we'll talk about some more another day that can be interesting to uh, retirees, pre-retirees, and the whole retirement process. But for now, I just want to ask you about one major point that is in the Secure Act, and I forget what it stands for, but it's crazily long. The Secure Act, the word "secure," each one stands for something. It's crazy. Anyway, the RMD they're going to raise, or part of the bill they're going to, if they pass this, would be to raise the RMD age from seventy and a half to seventy-two. And there's another provision in another act that might even push that to 75. What do you think? Do you think this might be a good thing? Where do you stand on the pushing this back? Well, pros and cons. Obviously, they're going to push back that age. I think it was 18 months, so from 70 and a half to 72, to take your RMD distributions out of the IRA. Obviously, the pros of that are they kind of gives you that individual maybe some more time to be proactive with that money to maybe move it out of to a different bucket that doesn't require those RMDs. Right. One of the cons of that, I believe, is they're looking at getting rid of the stretch IRA. There are that is in that there as well. Pa- yeah. Yeah. Which if that gets passed, you know, beneficiaries of larger accounts are now going to be having a bigger partner which is the IRS and basically it's a larger tax liability. So I could see why Congress is trying to do it, but as an individual, I'm not sure there's, I don't know if the pros outweigh the cons, depending on your situation there. <laughs> well, there's some that might say at least it takes rid of the, gets rid of the silly confusion of the 70 and a half and the, you know, yeah. partially before your, for the year that you turn 70 and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So maybe at least they make it a simple solid age of 72. Yeah, the Secure Act has got a lot of interesting things in it. And there's like 28 points, I think, or something like that. 
And several of them do seem clearly like a lot of things. They're designed to generate tax revenue for the government. So at a sooner place, like, kind of like the stretch that you mentioned as well. So I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. Like I said, it's still got to go through the Senate and, you know, they could always do some modifications. So we'll kind of keep an eye on that and check back in with folks on a later podcast. But I just wanted to kind of get your initial feel of it. So, all right, well, let's hit our main topic for this week here on the podcast. And that is retiring with a sense of urgency and why we should plan for it. Some people, in fact, most people, find it easy just to procrastinate and put it off. It's not sexy. It's not always something that, you know, rates will high up on your list of things to get done. But it's incredibly important. I mean, we spend more time planning a vacation than we do planning for retirement. So let's talk about a few scenarios, Kyle, that aren't are too pleasant and that can, you know, cause people to push a little harder and have that sense of urgency a little bit more, especially if you've been procrastinating. For example, if you are planning to retire at a certain point or time, whatever the case is, and you find out that they want you to retire sooner, so you've lost your job, a.k.a. forced early retirement or just company downsize or whatever the case is, losing a job when you weren't prepared and you're getting close to retirement, certainly going to ramp up that urgency factor. Yeah, I agree. The loss of a job is never uh, something anyone's actually looking forward to. It happens pretty quick. And those who kind of establish early in their working career, maybe like a plan A, plan B, plan C, and kind of have this set up, it kind of leans towards them kind of being beneficial to where if this does come across, they've kind of had a plan set up for it as far as, you know, maybe having enough money setting aside an emergency savings, whatever it is, whatever time it has, it kind of just allows you to have your ducks in a row and financial procrastinating in our world, as far as the financial industry world, never gets you anywhere. And so the loss of a job is not a a great scenario. But if you do have your ducks in a row, don't procrastinate. You're at least not scrambling last second to uh, kind of have that plan in place. Does that make sense? Yeah, no. And kind of to that effect, I mentioned the buyout. So maybe you get an early retirement buyout offer. Then that adds another layer of things you got to decide because of the uh, you know lump sum or the overtime and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, it, it could be anything from it. Maybe it's going to force you to take Social Security early. Or maybe it's going to, you know, force you to tap into your your retirement early, or maybe you're going to keep working somewhere else. It just depends. But as long as you, you know, have that in place, more times than not, it's not going to be, you know, like the, you know, like a stressful event in your life. So. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So again, some pre-planning here, doing this sooner than rather than being forced is going to certainly help that out quite a bit. And, um, you know, speaking of of stress, let's jump to my fourth point here. I want to do four and five. Uh, I think these have obviously the biggest weight. Death of a spouse. Okay. Especially unexpected death of a spouse. If you have been dilly-dallying, not really doing the thing, thinking it's going to be fine. I'll use myself for an example. The day before 4th of July, I had to go in for a heart procedure to see if I was going to have to have a stent or something like that. And, um, you know, if I'm procrastinating and that went badly, my wife could have been left really in a bad situation because I could have unexpectedly passed away from that. So you can't just kind of sit around on your laurels, especially, you know, if the chance of a, the death of a spouse can come out of nowhere. Agree. Early in your planning phasing, whenever you start it, you always need to plan around the spouse. Um, that's kind of the first step in this is the death of a spouse is, you know, it's an emotional time. The last thing you want to do is kind of throw the finances on top of that. So it's also very important that both partners are very 
educated on kind of where they're sitting, what they have, how it works. Okay, what if something happens to him or her early or whatever the scenarios are, you just kind of have to map it out because a lot of people like to hope for the best, but they don't plan for the worst. And that right there can kind of put you in a pickle when something like a death of a spouse does happen and you're financially not prepared for that. And I just know that you're not typically trying to leave the spouse in a, a worse situation after you, you are gone. Right. So, uh, that's very important to plan for as far as the death of the spouse. Yeah. Yeah. That was interesting. What was that? <laughs> that like... was letting me know that someone is at my front door. Oh, fantastic. Hey, somebody at the front my door. Ring, my new ring doorbell. It's a oh. video doorbell and it likes to send me a text message letting me know. <laughs> oh, nice. Fantastic. Well, you know, the death of a spouse again. Yeah. So you think about it this way. Let's look at a couple of pieces that can hit you there. So obviously take out the emotional factor, even though that's going to be massive. You're losing half potentially losing half the income if you're not prepared, right? And then the, then the taxes. That's an underlooked at piece of this. People wind up not realizing that when they lose their partner, they're going into a different tax bracket. They're going from married, filing jointly, to single. And that changes things. It does. It could be, you know, depending on when this all happens. Let's say you're both taking Social Security. One of the Social Security checks is going away. If you have a pension, maybe all the pension, half the pension is going away. So there's all types of things to have in place to help you prepare for this. Yet most people kind of just look the other way and hope for the best. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's finish it off with a final reason why you need to plan for sense of urgency is our everybody's buddy, everybody's pal, the market and an impending market downturn. At the time of this podcast, it's sitting at 27.2 on the Dow. Obviously, you know, since last time I talked to you, Kyle, we had, you know, new records at pop 27 for the first time, 27,000. It got to 27.3 and some change, I think, was the highest. And it's moved, you know, it's kind of been hanging around there for the last week or so, two weeks in that low 27 range. Still amazing. But, for example, so think about it. If you were set to retire in, let's say, the summer of this year, summer of 2019, and back in November, going into December, or going in December of 2018, you were like thinking you got all your ducks in a row and it's almost here, blah, 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 blah. And you're heavily weighted in the market. And then the end of December happens, right? Massive, right? It was almost categorized as a, as a bear market, right? Because it got, it was like 19% loss or something like that at the end of December. You're starting to freak out. You start wanting to sell things off or whatever the case is because you're panicked because now you think you can't retire. And you may have messed up because what happened in January? It came right back. So you got to be careful, right? You got to let, you can't wait for the market to do something that can mess up your retirement plans. Get a plan ahead of time so that you've got, you're not panicking when the market does something crazy because it's going to do it. Correct. The key there is don't plan your retirement based around stock market returns because if you're, if your retirement percentages, however you want to lay it out, is based off you needing to, earn a certain percentage or get certain types of returns, it's just going to put you in a whole different position. So obviously they always say, you know, the older you get, the closer you get to retirement, you know, be more conservative. But the problem with that is what does that even mean? Because conservative to you can mean something different to me and to somebody else. So a, a market correction, yes, the markets go up, the markets go down. No one knows the tops, no one knows the bottoms. We don't want to time the market. But we also want to be cautious of where we're at and know that if we're planning on retiring in the near future, that a market correction could thrill off those plans. 
So, you know, we're in a very complicated space right now. You know, equity prices have never been this high. We're in a low interest rate environment in the bonds. So it's just leaving a lot of people on the fence right now, you know, maybe having to delay their retirement because they just don't know yeah. what's going to happen. Well, next. and it's also this market's like a big tease, isn't it? Like every time you think it's going to go down, it bounces back to the point I just made. Did the same thing in May, right? May of this year, we had about five weeks of straight down. And it, I think they were saying that basically wiped out all of the gains of 2019 through May, but then it turns around and now, it, you know, tornadoes through June and July and you hit all time record high. So no one knows what to do with this particular thing. And yeah, to your point, Make sure that you are weighted properly for the time of life that you're at, because this thing's just been, I think this one's unprecedented. They're having a real hard time, even past, you know, models and things of that nature, which sometimes can be, give you some decent insight, still doesn't really help with this particular run. It's just been crazy. Yep. I agree 100%. We've never been here before. Yeah. And that's kind of what's throwing most people that are looking to retire a curveball because they have what I call, you know, fear of missing out, but they also don't want to lose too much. And then now they're in this weird yeah. position yeah. and don't know what to do. And so they do nothing. Yeah. That was that, <laughs> right? that new term we've coined FOMO, right? You've got FOMO fear yep. of missing out. Well, think about it this way too, folks. Okay. So for that sense of urgency, if you were, let's say 45 to 50 in 08, when it, the bottom dropped out there, you know, you were what you you still had some time for retirement. So yes, it sucked. You lost, you saw your 401k become a 201k, that kind of old joke there, but you had 10 plus years, you know, to wait it out, see if the market comes back. And it has, has come back fantastically. But now, you know, if you were 45, 50, then now you're 55, 60. Are you really sure you want to, you know, <laughs> kind of gamble that again, knowing that now you only got a couple of years, you know, to retirement. So sitting down, talking with a qualified professional like Kyle and looking at say, hey, you know, here's the plan I've got. Let's get a second opinion on it. Or I don't have a plan at all. And I want to make sure that I'm not too weighted in, in the market in case there is a downturn that all my portfolio is not riding on the returns of the market and look through some of these other puzzle pieces that create a good, well-rounded financial plan. And that's why we do here. Finally, uh, that's when we talk about things on financially fit. So if you got questions, you got concerns, reach out to Kyle 913-257-3991, 913-257-3991. Get yourself on the calendar come in for a consultation and a review and a conversation. Share this with friends, family, people who you might benefit from it. Check us out online at mocanfinancial.com. That's mocanfinancial.com, M-O-K-A-N, mocanfinancial.com. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple or Google or iTunes or whatever platform you like. Give us a like, give us a share, all that good stuff. Kyle, buddy, thanks for your time this week. I will catch you next time here on the show. Take care. All right, folks, we'll see you next time here on Financially Fit with Kyle Hammersmith. Investment advisory services offered through Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., RWA, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Mocan Financial and RWA are not affiliated. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and are not intended as investment advice or to predict future performance. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Consult your financial professional before making any investment decision. This information is designed to provide general information on the subjects covered. It is not, however, intended to provide specific legal or tax advice and cannot be used to avoid tax penalties or to promote, market, or recommend any tax plan or arrangement. Please note that Mocan Financial and its affiliates do not give legal or tax advice. You are encouraged to consult your tax advisor or attorney.